0: One hundred and two Springfield Classic Rock. It's five thirty-five, and ACDC with and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock One Hundred and Two. Cloudy today, and occasional showers this afternoon. With highest sixty-nine, more showers uh, tonight and tomorrow, and that can only mean one thing: gallons of uh, raw sewage dumped into a major, nationally recognized river. (laughs) The joy is a Springfield. It really, it really is. Uh, Eric Estrada. Remember him from uh, Chips? Oh, I remember him very well. He's in a brand new show called uh, Divine Renovation, uh, Renovation where he plays a 70-year-old um, state police officer pulling people over at major interstate highways. <laughs>
1: is, that, is that the plot line of that show? I don't know. We'll have to ask
0: him. <laughs> I didn't read I didn't read the PR uh, release yet. But uh, Eric Estrada on the phone this after 7 o'clock this morning. Okay. And, and other stuff, too. We got we got some other stuff? Not off the top of my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought we'd just call it a show at
0: seven. <laughs> really <laughs> we'll putting some... all, all my eggs in the Erica strata basket.
1: I <laughs> thought we just call it a show at seven, go we'll get some bacon hash at seven fifteen. I like get...
0: that idea. <laughs> it's One oh two. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 555 and ZZ Top. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today. Occasional showers this afternoon. A high of 69. Tomorrow, showers are possible. Maybe some thunderstorms. I don't know how that's going to affect uh, you know, the uh, the Free Music Friday concert uh, at MGM. Don't know. Chances are it will blow over and there will be no problems. Uh high of 80 tomorrow. It's currently, ooh, I don't know, 53 on, uh, in downtown Springfield. You went to the, the smoke last night Did you have to have fun? I
1: went to the Bonk and Smoke. Yeah. Uh, I had a I had a great time. I'm happy yeah. I went. You know, I was tired. I didn't I was like I could be I could be asleep right now. I know <laughs> I have to get up early, but uh, I went out and I was thrilled that I went. Yeah. It was good to see you, good to see Nagel and uh, we were just talking about all the listeners and the advertisers. Awesome. I like,
0: I like that event. It's uh, it's sophisticated. You know, it, we don't do a lot of very sophisticated events. I feel very sophisticated walking in and out of there. It classed up the joint, you know oh. what I mean? The chef, the head chef
1: guy came out and was talking to you yeah, guys or whatever. Mick was
0: Mick was there. That was cool.
1: He's got a cool, he's got the accent of a TV chef. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can understand him perfectly, but he's got just enough of an accent. You're like, ooh, you're exotic. Where are you from? Could you make me a dish I've never had?
0: Yeah, Steve was uh, busting his stones about why. You know, which which items on the menu had the most marbling? And I said, I believe it's the nachos. Yeah, the marble marbled chili. <laughs> right.
1: It was uh, that was the other thing. The food was so good.
0: It was excellent.
1: And, and uh, it started with me. It, I was sitting there with you, and I we were and the lady. We were right near the kitchen uh, entrance, and so that we were right in the flow of the appetizer flow as they were coming out. Yeah,
0: that's why I, I, I wasn't so interested in you know, like drinking at the bar, <laughs> yeah, no. but I knew that all the appetizers were coming right out the door.
1: At one point, I looked down, and both of us were holding what probably could be a whole entire pack worth of uh, empty toothpicks that we had. We
0: had like a whole red <laughs>
1: redwood
2: forest. <laughs> it was, was getting embarrassing.
1: I was like, I really got to put these down, <laughs> but then and then I went outside with you guys or whatever, and then I was still a little bit hungry, so I just wandered back to that same flow area. Yeah, and uh, I sat there with my buddy Chad, and uh, every time they'd come, I would I'd, I'd pretend I hadn't. Oh, Swedish meatball! I I
0: should try one yeah, of these. I've had 36 thirty six of them already. <laughs> Literally, but oh, these these look delicious.
1: <laughs> Chad started double barreling them on the toothpick. I go, it's very uncouth, Chad. It's very uncouth. no,
0: you can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I was, on the same toothpick, that's a little a little gauche. But yes, if you had, like two yeah. toothpicks and you got two. Little balls in front of you? How do you you walk away from that? I
1: told him, I said, what, you didn't bring your own barbecue skewer to pull out and just uh, do it yourself? Get a whole thing, a whole run of them out? But but it was awesome. The food was great. And then I I had some of the, when they opened up the actual food there, I had those uh, fajitas where, oh, my gosh. With a chicken on on them? Oh, buddy. It wasn't just a chicken. It had that paste that he made out of, like, pepper. I don't know what you call it. Oh, boy. Pepper paste. Pepper paste. I had that. I'm sure that's uh, that's what it's called. Yeah. if Mick was listening <laughs> right now, he's like,
0: "It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not that." But I had it's some, it's not a piece. I have, I
1: have some of that pepper spackle, and uh, it was delicious. And what is this
0: joint compound in the bowl? <laughs> what is that?
1: It was delicious, and then I had uh, I had some of the ham. I made myself a couple little sandwiches. <laughs> Said hello to everybody. Talked to some of the salespeople. I saw Scott Cohen.
0: Yeah, he was there. Our,
1: our buddy Scott. I saw Pat Kelly. Uh, it was great. And yeah. then I uh, and then I made my uh, my exit perfectly right around seven, ten, seven ten. So. Yeah,
0: I think I stayed like me ten minutes after you did, but I was pretty much I mean, I was it was almost there for two hours, so it was good. And good then, time.
1: And then I limped out to my car with my gout that had been fighting. <laughs> Yeah, so bad. Yeah, I had to pick my own leg up and put it in in the in the car. Jesus. So yeah, no, you know you were walking around like Red Fox yesterday. (laughs) It was a great reference. I really was.
0: Yeah, I uh or or Vito on the Sopranos, one of the two. You know, (laughs) like you you could tell this some sort of uh, hip dysplasia there. Something,
1: yeah. something. It was it was terrible. I got a great Red Fox story. Remind me to tell you Charlie Murphy Red Red Fox story at some point today.
2: Absolutely, I Um, love that.
1: But I. I got in my car, threw my leg in, drove home. I loaded myself up on uh, anti-inflammatories and Tylenol, and I actually got a night's sleep—not a full night. And but you a still
0: hobbled sleep. in here like a man. I, I, I appreciate I did. it. I did today. I didn't even spill my coffee
1: all over myself coming down the
0: stairs. So it's six o'clock with <laughs> Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rockwell. Takes place between.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Well folks, tonight is the NBA Draft, and with the NBA Draft, any number of things can happen. You can make your pick, or you can shut up about it, or you can cause all kinds of trouble and make a trade. You may recall that yesterday I reported that the Boston Celtics had only one pick in this year's draft and it wasn't a very good one with a single pick in the second round. That wasn't until yesterday afternoon when the Celtics completed a blockbuster trade that will either transform the Boston Celtics into a team that likely won't get blown out by 19 points in a Game 7 situation or they just made everybody else better. Yesterday, the Celtics completed a three-team deal that sends Marcus Smart to the Memphis Grizzlies. The deal also sends Mike Mascala and Dino Gallinari to the Washington Wizards. The Wizards get Tyus Jones from Memphis. and In exchange, the Celtics got the Grizzlies' first-round pick in tonight's draft at number 25, they also get Golden State's top four protected first-round draft pick in 2024, but the centerpiece of the deal is that the Celtics are beginning. Wizard center Kristaps Porzingis, the seven-foot-three-inch, 240-pound Latvian, who last year had his most productive season, averaging 23.2 points per game. Now, earlier in the day, the Celtics were looking to move Malcolm Brogdon to Memphis rather than Marcus Smart, but due to Brogdon's injured forearm, the Grizzlies nearly backed out of that deal. Is this good for the Celtics? Sure, if you consider the fact of getting one of the top centers in the game and two first-round draft picks, but is it all worth losing the NBA Defensive Player of the Year in Marcus Smart? It is, if you're a fan of the Memphis Grizzlies, but the Celtics just got their hands on the Wizards' leader in points, rebounds, and block shots. And it's only going to cost them $36 million to keep them all fat and giggly. What happens after next season? That's anyone's guess, especially since the NBA is about to increase the salary cap. But, of course, that's tomorrow's problem. Right now, they just made themselves a blockbuster trade, and I guess we'll just have to deal with that. But, hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Built to last. You may not think of paint that way, but Benjamin Moore paint will, without a doubt, withstand the wear and tear better than any other paint. And don't look for Benjamin Moore in any of those chain stores. It's only sold by well-trained professional paint retailers just like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Classic. Rock. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, Eric Estrada is going to be joining us after uh, seven o'clock this morning. Can you imagine that, Eric Estrada from Chips?
1: I, if you told nine-year-old me that I would get to talk to Eric Estrada, I don't know. I would, I would think I, I was the coolest kid in the block.
0: I remember. Um, <clears throat> I think he was uh, voted uh, the world's sexiest man in like 1979, 1980. Yep. And uh, you know, I, I listen. I, I I judge nobody. I judge nobody. But I don't think I uh, I had an arg- argument with that, you know, back no. in 1979. God bless it. He is the best looking man among all of us. He was the best looking man in 1979.
1: You remember he like he used to wear the uniform and it was like all tight, and you could just tell he was like all jacked and everything. That was before like people really weight trained like crazy and everything like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, he's but a good-looking man. But we've all seen, uh, you know, cops wear a shirt that's too tight, but not because they're barrel-chested and <laughs> no, in good no, shape. No, so
1: that the, that would be the cop that I would be. Uh, that would be the cop I would be, the bacon hash at Evans Egg House cop. <laughs> <laughs> the, that cop. Uh, but yeah, he he. Uh, I still remember if you were if you were a young boy back then, if you were like a thirteen-year-old boy, my 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 cousin Mark was a little older than me, so he'd go in his bedroom. There'd be the Pink Floyd poster, the Led Zeppelin poster, and then there would be the obligatory Heather Locklear poster. That was a good you, one. You remember what I'm talking about? In the uh, bikini, and she was like, you know, little teeny bikini. I
0: had, uh, I, I know the poster, but yep. you know, it, b- but back in my day, it was uh, it was the Farrah Fawcett poster.
1: Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Farrah Fawcett. Uh, that's, she had the feathered hair that was oh, all yeah. blown out, and still everything. still the
0: greatest poster ever. Oh yeah, she was. She was it good. turned me into a man. Yeah. <laughs> well, even at the age of
1: twelve, <laughs> the. And then I would go to my cousin, uh, Kath, or Sh- Sharon's room, and they would have um, a picture of the poster of the Eric Estrada. Oh, I, yeah. I want to say there was some sort of leopard print involved. I want to say, if I remember correctly, so, but it was the soft-filtered, faded. Oh, yeah. It airbrushed. Like, yeah, airbrushed picture that looked uh, remotely like uh, the graduation photos of those times, do you remember? <laughs> um, right, right, This is... Just before laser beams. Remember when you have the laser beam pictures <laughs> in your thing? right before then, and uh, and er- all the young ladies would have the Eric Estrada poster.
0: You know, I always felt bad for who? Larry Wilcox. Larry Wilcox.
1: Why do I know that?
0: Because he was Eric oh, Estrada's partner. partner. He was he, he, John. Ponch and John. Right. So Joe's. So John. Got you know yeah. just as many lines as Eric Estrada. Yes, you know, uh, no you know cared ha- <laughs> nobody cared. See, here I am saying you know Larry Wilcox. Yeah. Who's Larry Wilcox? The other guy. He, he the other guy. He, like nobody. You know it's you know here we are you know thirty five or forty years later and nobody is willing to give any Larry Wilcox loving. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think he was the guy who was always going pull
1: over. And then they wouldn't pull over, and then Ponch was the guy who'd speed after him until they crashed their car. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He was a good cop, and here we are disrespecting him. Yeah, poorly. It's (laughs) too bad. Yeah, so, so hard. Listen, you know, good policing is, uh, you know, hardly ever uh, rewarded. And look at Larry Wilcox today. We should get him on next week. <laughs> I'm well. We'll have to wait till his busy schedule clears up. <laughs> yeah, later.
1: we'll call over to the assisted living facility. He's probably with my dad over on Cardinal Drive in Naguan. <laughs> he's in that memory care lockdown. <laughs> right. He's just driving. Just he's just wheeling around the assisted living facility, telling people to pull over randomly. <laughs> Like that's a crazy go. Why You just wear sunglasses inside all day. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 Who is it? Because you know, like anyone, anyone younger than us, it, meaningless to them. Oh, absolutely.
0: No idea who Eric Estrada is. None. But yes, in our in that age group, in that yeah. sweet spot. 40s 50s yeah uh, how do you not know eric estrada it's like yeah. the biggest thing ever yeah
1: and i know right now there's some like 20 year olds listening to this and they're like i don't even know what these guys are talking about so the, the the best thing i could say would be uh, it'd be like uh, someday no one knowing who zach and cody were from uh, <laughs> uh disney i mean imagine
0: imagine drake and josh no, as <laughs> As uh, state police officers, Here's
1: a million dollar idea. Yeah. How about how about is if there's any TV people listening, together? How about we get together and do a Chips reboot? Oh, well, that would be awesome, huh? It? Jake, yeah, we get Drake as the uh, as the. Well, Drake is in a home- Yeah,
0: Jake is a uh, Drake is in a lot of trouble these days. Is he? Yeah, I don't know. he's uh, apparently. Uh, I want to say some sort of uh, sexually inappropriate behavior. Are, we, are you confused the with R.
1: Kelly? Are you? No,
0: are no. You sure? Look, look it up. <laughs> All right. Drake and Josh, man. Josh won't even talk to him. Really? Oh, yes. It, things have not. Things you never would have thought. that Josh would be the one that would turn out better <laughs> than Drake. But I'm telling you right now, oh, Drake see, now did now not gotta, uh, weather the storm that well. Now I got a Google over here. You so. do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I
1: don't want to take down my article that I'm reading right now, though. <laughs> I... I <laughs> You, you ready for this one? Yeah. Are we are we allowed to kind of do this? Of course, we can of, pivot. Let's pivot. All right. Here's a pivot. Uh, Westfield City Council proposing ordinance to allow backyard chickens. Are they not allowed right now? Well, the tag the, the 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 tag on the article is people in Westfield are continuing their fight to legalize backyard chickens under a new ordinance proposed by one city councilor, and I say good for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> fight the good fight and bring back legal chickens yeah
0: that's uh listen uh, now you're limited to how many chickens you can have is it like uh you're know, like like six per adult in wow. the house yes yes well this is the thing
1: in westfield right now you could grow weed in your backyard but you can't have chickens
0: <laughs> you can't have chickens yeah well uh you can understand that um you know uh you know weed is a is a healthy thing that grows in dirt and chickens uh you know walk around in their own next run.
1: well for you know you actually if you're if you're smart what you're doing is you're growing weed and then you're having chickens fertilize your weed and then you know there's going to be some strain oh yeah there's some strain of weed you know they have all these different strains now they're like have you tried crazy chicken if you this crazy chicken man so good so good yeah no no you can have uh weed but you can't but uh the Ralph Figgy i think is uh, or Figgy or Figgy
0: probably Figgy yeah Figgy
1: he's uh he's been approached by several citizens who would like to be able to raise chickens and to have eggs so they have some sort of control over their food source
0: so so should they uh maybe consider like a chicken dispensary somewhere in Westfield <laughs> yeah, uh, well you know, that's so?
1: the, we're that's what we're talking the difference between recreational chickens <laughs> or medicinal chickens <laughs>
0: You're the one suffering from the gout. You don't right. need weed. What right. you need is like some chicken breast or thighs. Go,
1: you gotta go. Hey, listen. You don't. That's the problem with homegrown chickens. You
0: don't know what you're getting. <laughs> you go to the chicken dispensary. Yeah. There's a
1: clear label on every chicken.
0: Oh, they can be laced with something, some sort of GMO <laughs> type of rat poison, or who knows.
1: In fact, this just in: Hoyoke has now moved chicken farming to the flats. <laughs> right next to <laughs> you get your chi- you get your chickens down at holyoke
0: yeah i gotta do it like a major bust in holyoke <laughs> yeah. for you know fentanyl laced chickens
1: west springfield police uh they busted the 30 pounds of mushrooms yesterday tomorrow gonna be 30 chickens
0: yeah well who doesn't love chicken and mushrooms yeah. who doesn't love that it's
1: the hard part is when they're trying to take that picture with all the contraband laid out there to- <laughs> They just keep whacking the chicken's head against the side of something, stunning it, and throwing on that thing to so take a picture of it. They
0: just want like wrap them in plastic on a please recover styrofoam tray.
1: Please recover sixteen chickens, and the, all the chickens are lined up. Three handguns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, med, medicinal chickens. You can have your own home. You can listen for personal use only. You can't be out here starting your own little Frank Purdue situation <laughs> in Westfield.
0: Frank, Frank Perdue is the, is the El Chapo <laughs> of <laughs> the chicken. I want them dead. <laughs> <laughs> no one's moving chickens in Westfield without my... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's 621 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock 102. Status check. Looks like the big generator is seized. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728 in U2 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni filling in for Steve, who will be back on Monday uh off to the great south. Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be there for a couple of days, which you know,
1: good for him. You know, good for both of you guys that you can take some vacation now. It yeah. works, works out, works out for me. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Oh well, that's that's why we
0: take the time off just to benefit you. <laughs>
1: so, I, yeah, I appreciate like, you guys yeah think, absolutely thinking of me.
0: Hey uh real quick uh Maxi's musical podcast this week my guest is uh, Cherry Vanilla the former publicist for David Bowie she was also an actress on the Andy Warhol factory uh has had an amazing career also a, a groupie that has uh been to bed with scores of rock stars did and you, uh, did you get to talk to her about that at all we did we talked about <laughs> it she, she has a book called lick me that she wrote in uh 2014 <laughs> it's actually a, a really interesting book is, I mean, is it? it well yeah because i mean she's she's a groupie but she's but she's a lot more than that i mean she's very She's a very interesting, three-dimensional, uh, you know, much older woman now, but she's uh, really interesting. And you can check that out on uh, uh, wherever you find podcasts, all brought to you by z Home Buyers. Uh, find them online at Znmhomes.com and a Rock 102 Springfields Classic Rock. By the way, next week, I'll be talking to uh, actually a really, uh, really, uh, uh, she's an up-and-coming artist. Uh, Jess Cowan has just released a brand new record, her first record. Uh, yesterday it's really good, and she's a very interesting person, and she'll be uh, on the podcast starting on Monday.
1: Well, that's that's uh mixing it up a little bit, right? Yeah, not just uh, somebody from uh, past musical success, but somebody from the I've, future. I've
0: talked to a couple of people, uh, a couple of uh, folks, up and coming artists, and yep. and most of them have been actually all of them really have been very very good. And uh, Jess has got a, a song called "Ink," which I just think is phenomenal, a oh, no. phenomenal song. So. Check that out on Monday on rock102.com. We 632 with Baxson Nagel and Narnie Caproni filling in for the uh, remainder of the week. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Uh, the state's Peace Officer Standards and Training Commission, uh, known as the Post Commission, has taken initial steps to decertify suspended uh, Springfield Police Officer Greg Bigda after uh, Superintendent Cheryl Claproun decl- declined to vouch for his good moral character and other strikes against him. The uh, Post Commission is designed to create standards for officer fitness and has the power to decertify members of law enforcement, effectively barring them from policing, and it has suspended dozens of officers across the state, most of whom have been charged with felonies. Now, you may remember that uh, the city suspended Greg Bigda over a series of uh, very difficult and ugly incidents, capped by a federal indictment on uh, brutality charges involving two uh, Latino youths who bigna verbally terrorized and threatened to kill after the boys stole an undercover police car in 2016, uh, the city then placed <laughs> the 28-year veteran on paid leave, where he has remained ever since, collecting his $70,000 taxpayer-funded annual salary while barring him from returning to work, and then he would be entitled uh, for back pay under state law. But the uh, the post Commission says uh, we're gonna take some steps to uh, suspend this guy after all this time so he's still getting paid seventy thousand dollars a year that Springfield 20- taxpayers are flipping the bill for
1: now he's been a cop for 20 why couldn't he just retire uh he could in fact he probably. I mean that would Should. be a smart move, right? Just retire uh, yeah. and be like, I don't care if you guys decertify me or not. I got my pension. I'm good.
0: Well, what I don't know is is how this situation affects his pension, right? Because as you as you recall, there have been other officers that have gotten themselves in trouble doing different things, and their pension was revoked. So that, he may not right. He may not uh, say, well, I'm just going to retire and live off the of pension because ultimately they might not be a pension to go to so but that's you know that remains to be seen yeah you know, that that hasn't been decided on but for the moment um he's still making 70 large a year i don't really i'm
1: not familiar with his case but i do think it's uh, good that there's some sort of organizing body that can make sure that they don't just do the old uh shuffle well, and move them from one department to the other the old uh the well, old 1960s catholic church move <laughs> where they're like we're shipping them to
0: a different diocese you know well the problem is So this situation uh, happened in 2016. Okay. He was charged in 2018 and placed on unpaid leave, uh, but was acquitted on the charges by a jury in 2021. Oh, so he's acquitted. He's acquitted, but, you know, I mean, uh, nevertheless, he's not policing, but still making money. And it's taking, you you know, here we are, we're going on. Well, what is it? Uh, nine years? Yeah, nine years since this uh, this whole thing happened.
1: I mean, here the here's the question no one's asked that I'd be interested to find out because that was what so 2016 to carry the fort seven years ago seven years ago and those kids were what like fifteen sixteen something like that yeah so those kids are now twenty three twenty four year old men yeah has anyone asked what they've been up to.
0: Sense. Um, you know what? I had I don't know if there's been a whole lot of follow up, and I don't know if they're really checking in from time to that time. That
1: would be that. That would be that. Should be the way that they evaluate. They should be like, you threatened to kill these guys, and it's like, well, they turned out to be really respectable ones and uh-huh. this and that. But if they turned out this- to be violent criminals, they should be like. I mean, you're on the sun. You're on yeah. the
0: buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's possible that Greg Bigna was doing one of those scared straight programs in his right. spare time, you know, in, in between trying to get confessions.
1: I used to love those. Do you remember those? Where they, they'd take the kids out and they'd be like, oh, uh, now those kids, they know they're, you know, they're media savvy, they understand what it is. So right. I watched one the other day and the. And the guy's like, Yeah, well, why don't you come in here? And the kid's like, I don't know. They just won't open the door and let me in. <laughs> and yeah. The kid had a straight face and everything. I'm like, yeah. Wow, look at, of, look at the size of the cojones <laughs> on this kid, you know?
0: Uh, more than 13 million gallons of sewage tainted storm and wastewater oh. dumped into city stewards and uh, into the Connecticut River on Tuesday uh, due to some brief but heavy rain that uh, the discharges occurred at 14 different sites. Along the river, last week, Springfield sewage system released just shy of $13 million, uh, into the river on June 14th, and that's according to the Springfield Sewer and Water Commission. Heavy downpours had to affect the outdated city sewage system in which sewers and storm drains share the same outflow pipes. Uh, officials advised uh, people to avoid contact with the river for 48 hours after overflow discharges. And, of course, there's more rain in the forecast, so... Uh, if we're, you're gonna go uh, <laughs> do a team building exercise, just, just, just like the Rock 102 staff did, I strongly suggest enjoying the smells and wonder and beauty of the Connecticut River and the Lady B. How uh,
2: how
1: frustrating it's got to be for everyone in Connecticut that we're just shipping our turds down the old river, <laughs> <laughs> just every just rainy turds. Well, every, every time. I,
0: I, I'm sure they've got their own you know problems in the river in, in my, Connecticut
1: in my town we uh they had they forced us to do a thing called a combined sewer overflow it costs like 150 million dollars for the taxpayers they tore up all the roads to put in all the the pipes and all that stuff yeah but I guess what Springfield just didn't get it done in time or something there
0: they're still working on it it's like 137 million dollar uh project uh okay the York Street pump station oh so I can't wait to get the T-shirts. <laughs> I was just gonna say
1: <laughs> they haven't sold sponsorship to that. They haven't had like the uh, yeah Wall like, pumps like they brought to you by MGM. You can adopt a brick. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh they should figure out some partnership with MGM. Like there's a wheel down there.
0: You know, yeah. you spin it. <laughs> Maybe get into the showcase showdown by the end of it.
1: Green or black? Oh, sorry, you hit double zero brown. We're gonna release. <laughs>
0: Uh, the air inside the missing Titanic submersible vessel that will uh, run out today. That's according to the U.S. Coast Guard. Uh, the the Titan submersible vessel went uh, missing on Sunday after officials said contact was lost with the five people on board about an hour and 45 minutes into uh, into the dive. Uh, the Coast Guard was uh, notified and uh, hasn't resurfaced. In fact, they're still looking for it, and what they're saying now is they have r- literally no idea where this thing is. So those... they're, they're still searching. They haven't given up, but... Uh, time is running out
1: well uh, the Titanic a little bigger than a 21 foot submersible and it took us what almost a hundred years to find
0: that uh, yeah and and you had to have special equipment to go down there because it's so right. deep right below the surface of the of the, of the of the ocean.
1: Well I think you know as I said I feel I feel badly for the predicament those gentlemen are in but uh, also if you're worth a billion dollars, you don't have to do all these crazy, uh, life risking stunts yeah. to show that you have that kind of money.
0: It's it's really okay to say I'm going to stay up on the land. I'll yep. just look at pictures. Yeah, you
1: know what? I'll just stay up here on my mega yacht and just send down a little drone submarine. That'll be great. You, you know? know, even
0: if I had a billion dollars, I'm not even sure I'd risk it with a mega yacht. No, because mega yachts can still sink.
1: Like I like I love you. I love Nagel. But if we had a billion dollars and you're like, hey, here's a great idea. Let's all jump in this little tin tube t- together and spend six days underwater together. I'd be like, you know what, guys? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs>
2: really?
0: Yeah. It, w- was it something I said? No. I'm really? Just saying, you know, I'm just saying. You know what? You, not, not even just a hang?
1: You, you know what? They should have planned out. You're, you're worth a billion dollars. You should have planned this out a little better. What you should have been is like, we're going to go individually. I'm not going with all the other billionaires. I am going to take five Swedish bikini uh, team members with me. You know, in case things don't work out, I got something to do before it all goes black. (laughs) You know what I
0: mean? If I lose uh, the ability to breathe, there's always someone who's giving mouth to mouth. (laughs) That's exactly right. There you go. Uh, The Friendly's restaurant in Palmer has abruptly closed its doors this week. The uh, the restaurant located on North Main Street has been closed since Monday. A sign posted on the front door said, this restaurant has permanently closed. Thank you for your patronage. Uh, 22 News attempted to uh, contact Friendly's corporate in uh, Wilbraham uh but they would not respond to what happened in Palmer and uh, right now the closest friendly locations for those people in Palmer that are you know need themselves. Need, need themselves a fishing jig and they need it now uh you have the one on Boston Road in Springfield and you have the one on Memorial Drive in Chicopee and now friendlies is down to less than 120 stores what
1: uh what a fall from grace th- that is you know I, I think I don't think Friendlies was ignoring the phone call. It's just probably the one guy that's still working there that answers the phones was too busy out in Wilbraham trimming the bushes.
0: <laughs> Listen, if you can't get your meal in less than two hours at a Friendlies, what makes you think they're going to get to the phone to answer your to answer your inquiry at 22 News?
1: I really don't want to see Friendlies go. You know, it, that was a part of my youth. You know, the Conehead. Oh yeah. We used to get the uh, kids' meal, and the Conehead Sunday, and all that great stuff, and. Ah, man. It's sad to see
0: the fall from grace that. It's, you know, my my feeling is is this. Uh, it's never been about the food. The food is no, fine. The food's fine. Nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with it's the, the service. Food. The service has been terrible since 1935. Yeah, well. And despite many <laughs> many uh initiatives to improve the service. Yeah. It really has not gotten much better. It's
1: well, and now you live in an era where service is king for all these places. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, if I go to a restaurant, I want my meal uh, you know, served in a timely fashion. And then once I'm done with the meal and you've removed all the I plates. Would like and still, I would like my check. I would like my check. Yes. In less than 45 minutes. Yeah. That's, to me, almost the most important.
1: I haven't been to a friendlies to sit down and eat a meal in years and years and years.
0: Yeah. And why is that?
1: Um... I, it's a great question. Probably, I had a real bad experience. I'm guessing, and then I I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. But I have gone to the drive-through. They have a drive-through at the Chickabee one.
0: And, I and how long gone. were you in the line for? Three, four hours?
1: No, it was. I was. I remember going through the drive-through and being pleasantly surprised how fast I got my turkey uh, sandwich or whatever. It was like a. You know, like the you get the turkey, almost like the super bird from yeah, Denny's. but it,
0: but it's a limited menu though, right? Yes, it, like it you is. couldn't uh, you couldn't get the uh, the Jim Dandy Sunday. No, no, you know, in the car.
1: No, no, I mean you couldn't really get. I couldn't uh, listen. You, I told you I couldn't even get in my car with gout the other day. You think I'm going to be ordering <laughs> a, just just shoveling a Jim Dandy in yeah. my in my face in my car in the parking lot? No. Yeah,
0: because c- you know extra dairy is really good for gout.
1: Actually, believe it or not, I read that skim milk. Is one of the things that's good for release. and coffee. I'm gonna have a second coffee today.
0: Wow, that's good.
1: We'll be talking a lot faster uh, for the <laughs> l- last half of the show, but it's it's not because I want to. It's just because yeah. it's treating my gout. Oh, good, yeah. and it's
0: good for your intestines too.
1: Yeah, and then anyone who goes to uh, to loft tonight will be like. How long were you on stage? I'll be like, I must have done a half hour. I'll be like, you did three minutes. <laughs> you did three minutes. That, it was
0: that 15th cup of coffee. Talked that kinda... like
1: an auctioneer and walked off the stage. So,
0: <laughs> It's going to be cloudy today with occasional showers this afternoon, a high of 69 tonight. Cloudy, more rain after midnight, and then uh, showers possible tomorrow with maybe some afternoon thunderstorms, a high of 80. It's about... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.52 and Elton John with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni filling in uh, for today and tomorrow. Steve is back on Monday.
1: He is. Yes, he will be. So all of you listening who are
0: like, I wish this guy would just get off the air. <laughs> well, I got news for you. Uh, I'm here all week. It's a, it's if I get <laughs> off his it's Marty, and are you really prepared for just him? Uh, nope. 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 Um, Eric Estrada is going to be joining us after uh, seven o'clock. Eric Estrada from Chips, uh, multiple episodes of uh, uh, Love Boat, and I believe Fantasy Island. He was on a couple Battle of Network stars. He was in all those great shows.
1: Fantasy Island. Do you remember that show? I do. That was one of my fit fa- Ricardo
0: Montalbán. Yeah, that little, I mean? that little, that uh, little, that little guy, Tattoo. Tattoo was the best. Her, Harvey uh, Villeches. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he was not a good guy, right? He wasn't. He used to abuse his full size wife. Come on, that little guy was. It was apparently a, a real. He c- get he get loaded, and then he like start like, you know, slapping his wife around. So He's not cop, a good guy.
1: The cops show up, and she's like, "He hit me," and they're like, "Show us proof." Here's my niece. everything from the knee down. <laughs> but even still, Just bruises, abuse is abuse, man. That's wow, the, what a what a uh, I didn't realize that about. him. Yeah, he
0: was actually uh, allegedly. Uh, somewhat of a dirt bag.
1: Really? Well, yes. you know what? He's dead now, so good for
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, they're all dead now. He's him dead. They buried, him in the shoe
1: box. <laughs> they buried him in a shoebox in the backyard like you would with a pet. Whereas
0: Ricardo was buried in
1: rich Corinthian leather. I was going to bring that up. But I was like, I don't know if you'll know this because no one else remembers the reference about that. He used to do those Chrysler commercials. And yeah. Go, this Corinthian leather. So I thought for the most of my life that there was a type of leather called Corinthian leather. There was not. Yeah. There's not a thing.
0: It was like a like a, a, a vinyl covering.
1: I, I mean, I went down the rabbit hole once Google came out. It was one of the first things I Googled on Google <laughs> was Corinthian letter. I was like, are there Corinthian cows? Are there yeah. like these sophisticated cows?
0: I'm not even sure where Corinthia is. Yeah, Cor-
1: I have no idea. <laughs> the, the, the cows from the island of Corinthia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I, th, 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 that that commercial still yeah. sticks in my head
0: yeah they and they produce a lot of cars with that you would think there'd be like yeah. you know expanses of land with like non-stop Corinthian cows just being set to tan in the, in the tanneries
1: they had like it was like the Chrysler 600 or whatever it was yeah I my buddy Jim Soteropoulos. we used to, his dad had one of those and uh he used to let Jim take it once in a while uh-huh and we you know his dad kept it impeccable so like the seats were always uh well cleaned and everything, like you know, A lot leather of armor all and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course we we're idiots, so we'd be whipping around corners sixty miles an hour on <laughs> the thing and uh and you'd just be sliding all over those Corinthian leather seats. <laughs> Can't keep yourself behind the wheel.
0: Yeah, people don't uh you know young kids today have no idea what it's like to slide around in rich Corinthian leather in the back seat or to sit in the in the in the way back, you know, danger seat in the uh, station wagon. In the station wagon with, where with you the,
1: faced the you faced the cars that were
0: eventually going to slam into you. Every every family fought for that seat. Yeah, every every kid wanted that. That seat. was the seat. Yeah, which is great if you get to rear end in an accident. You know, you lose your legs, but at least you had a good view.
1: It was a different. Those are such a different time. Yeah, you know? we didn't care about safety. Nope, no all the regulations now and everything else. There was none of that. You didn't even have to put a
0: seatbelt on your kid. You just Throw them in the car. Do yourself a favor one of these days. Go Google old-fashioned child uh, child seats for cars. <laughs>
1: really? Oh, yeah, car seats, like from the 70s. What, were they just like, uh, like one of those uh, lawn chairs where they were with the ribbons, and they just... <laughs> Throw that in there. Strap your kid in. You
0: know those those rickety amusement park rides that you'd see yeah, like yeah. at at the at the biggie, Where or the, even, or even worse, some sort of like town fair, like that's put up in a parking bar lot would of a come mall. Down. Yeah, it's it's a it was a bar that came down that offered literally no protection or safety for your child at all.
1: Uh, it, you know, you think of that, and then I remember like when my kid was born. I remember shopping for car seats and doing the Consumer Reports. And oh which yeah, which one's the best seat and all this stuff. I can't remember being in a car seat. I don't know if I ever was. I think my parents just, you know, someone held me and that was what
0: they did. I remember I remember a car seat in the car. Yeah. And I assume it was probably one I sat in or or maybe one my sister sat in. Yeah. But it was like, you know, by today's standards. It was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's like the old it's like the old rickety uh, you know uh, my my father <laughs> amusement was amusement park ride. My father was the
1: holdout. My father was the anti-seatbelt guy. Yeah. He was, uh, no one wore seatbelts in the car. And I'd be like, Dad, why, why don't we wear seatbelts? He'd be like, because if there's ever an accident, you're not going to get trapped in the vehicle. You'll get thrown from the vehicle to safety. <laughs> <laughs> he had it all figured out, Yeah, Pops. But uh, I remember the first uh, time that I had to wear seatbelts, my, my buddy uh, Steve's mom, uh, Mrs. Carrington, rest in peace, she would make sure that we all wore our safety belts. However, uh, she also owned a Pinto. The firebomb year, right? Yeah, so, so you really,
0: you really wanted to be free. Of, so of, I remember of a, of a di- harness.
1: I, yeah, I remember distinctly being like, "My dad's on to something here. <laughs> I do want to be thrown. I do want to be thrown from this Pinto if someone yeah. slaps into the back when, when it
0: bursts into flames. I want to get right. out of this car as <laughs> fast as possible. As fast as I can. <laughs> it's six fifty-eight. But in
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, at a time when our nation is saddled with crippling inflation and increasing gun crime, a pandemic we're getting out of, racism, gender inequality, and a devastating boycott against some of the country's largest producers of low-calorie beer, you would think, that the U.S. government would be concerned about solving real-life problems. Well, I'm glad to say, they are. The U.S. government has decided to ignore all that other stuff and focused on things that really matter. In this case, the United States Congress would rather investigate the proposed international merger happening in professional golf. Yesterday, the U.S. Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations invited the head of the PGA, Jay Monahan, Live Golf Commissioner Greg Norman, and Yasser al the governor of saudi arabia's public investment fund to testify on july 11th about their plans to form a massive golf alliance connecticut senator richard blumenthal and wisconsin senator ron johnson have decided hey you know what all those other problems are going to resolve themselves what we really need to do is get to the bottom of this thing with the golf according to senator johnson quote Fans, the players, and concerned citizens have many questions about the planned agreement between the PGA Tour and Live Golf. Boy, do we ever! Like just the other day, I was at the grocery store buying some $7 eggs, wondering how the heck are they going to reconcile the human rights abuses of the Saudi government and still maintain the integrity of professional golf? I was asking myself the same question at the store, at the gas station, and while I was at CVS for my overpriced medications. Sure, I could contact my senator or congressman and demand things like the enforcement of gun laws and anti-discrimination uh, legislation, but I don't think any of those things are going to get solved unless we get to the bottom of this whole thing with a PGA first. Then we can focus on some of that stupid stuff. But until July 11th, you can forget all about it, because Richard Blumenthal has got a lot of questions and a tea time to get to, and he's not going to be unprepared for either one of them. But hey, you never mind my yappin'. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, have you been to Baxi's Backyard Pizzeria? Me neither. Not yet, at least. But with an Uni Woodfire Outdoor Pizza Oven. I can be doing woodfire pizzas all the time. And you could, too. Get an Uni at your grilling destination. Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Great song. Tony, I always felt bad for Larry Wilcox in this show. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> just, Ponch got all the glory. He really did.
1: He got all the women. He got all the glory. No one pulled over for Larry when he asked.
0: Now everyone just to kind of ignored him and say, well, you know, if, uh, if Ponch were pulling me over... <laughs>
1: You can go see Larry over in Cardinal Drive and Aguant with my dad in the uh, memory care facility trying to pull people over in his wheelchair. Uh,
0: Eric Estrada's got a brand new TV show out uh, called uh, Divine Renovation. It's on uh, Amazon, a bunch of other places you can uh, you can stream. Sounds like it's a pretty decent show. And Eric Estrada happens to be on the phone this right now. Good morning, Eric. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. First of all, I can't I, unless you're pulling me over for speeding on the California highway. You don't have to call me, sir. <laughs> all right, criminal. There you go. That's much. That's much better. Oh, I'm. Uh, I'm here with my uh, my partner for the week, uh, Marty Caproni. We're both very excited to talk to you. Um, but the, but before we get into anything of the uh, the other stuff, let's talk about this this new TV show, Divine Renovation. Tell me a little bit about what that's all about.
2: Well, it's a wonderful show. It's a very uh, Inspirational, uplifting. It'll make your it'll make your soul feel good. It's 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 absolutely for me a total pleasure to be involved in it because it's the right thing for me to do. It's a gift, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's a blessing that I received, and I'm absolutely enjoying myself. And it's a memory I'll always take with me. Yeah. Show itself. We hit the streets running. We'll come. You know, the first season we shot already in Wilmington, North Carolina. What it does is we'll go into a neighborhood and we'll find. We did six episodes, and we'll find people that are in. You know, that are in some need financially, and people that may be a veteran, may be a, a mother with a Down syndrome autistic child needs help, assistance, and we connect them for nonprofit. we connect them with the community. We connect them with all the services that are available to them. And then you know we have one guy named John Sosa he's a special Forces veteran. This man was paratrooper for many years for our country. and of course a lot of damage done to his legs from all the drops and then he accidentally, He started a uh, company in which he was a uh, contractor in which he did a lot of work for people, and he got hurt, and so he he couldn't work anymore. Right. And so we got a hold of him. We got a hold of him. We went to his home. We saw that he needed a a brand-new paint job on his home, trailer, a new roof, a new kitchen a ramp, and he was a trumpet lover. Yeah, the guy was a, you know, he he believed in the power of the spirit and and the joyness of music. So we had a surprise visit while the interview with him was going on, finding out all about him. And we had a uh, Wilmington Symphony professional trumpeter come by to play Ode to Joe, because he used to love the trumpet back in the day. Things like that—that's That's cool. you know, and it's that type of show. It's a wonderful show, and it has to deal with 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 so much, especially today. It's so needed. So a uh, hand up, people, you know.
1: Hey, Eric, uh, this is Marty Caproni. I'm uh I'm filling co-hosting this week with my my buddy Mike Baxadale uh, here, Bax, and. I just well, had to ask for season two because well, I'm hoping that you have a season two. Any shot you could do something in Chickabee Mass, and uh, do some roof work for a failed comedian? <laughs> Is there any shot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we already shot season two in. Oh, great! Torrington, Connecticut. They were they were wonderful there. The Torrington Police Department totally opened us uh,
1: right down the road. Yeah, from it's us. not far from us. Not far from us. At
0: wow. All.
2: We were there for. I was there for two weeks. Yeah. You know the, the, the more th-
0: the, the way I think of. Wait
2: a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> as a matter of fact, wait. As a matter of fact, we're going to have a premiere December the first at uh, Warner Theater. And touring. T- tickets.
0: Oh, very yeah, cool. December
2: the first we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do a little red carpet. We're gonna screen a, a, a lot of segments from the first season. Oh, but we cr- caught the second season in Torrington.
0: Did you ever have any of uh, these feel-good type of episodes on Chips? Because I'm trying to remember whether you—I mean, you, you did a lot of good things. You make no mistake, but but nothing to this to this kind of uh, this kind of uh, scale.
2: Well, no, this is a, a the one thing that comes to mind was when we did an episode to uh, bring out uh, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, the Mad organization. Yeah. We did an episode. We did an episode like that, and that was rewarding because we got that message out. We promoted it. We we get we l- help launch it you know, to to give it popularity and recognition. So that was a good thing.
1: So you you know I, so, it. We know we in, in reading about yeah. you, um, I uh, I almost want to call you Mistress Estrada because I have so much respect for you. Because <laughs> Chips was one of my favorite shows when I was growing up. Um, but uh, in reading about you, I, I feel like you've, outside of what you do in, in TV and entertainment, that you're kind of a guy who has always kind of given back to the community. I, I I was kind of shocked to find out that you had actually worked as a reserve police officer and stuff, and and uh, and I actually, still am. yeah. Oh, you still are. Yes,
2: sir.
1: What well, that's great. And and little did, little did I know until I read it, I was excited to read that you and I are actually brothers. I don't know if you know this, but. Uh, uh, you are a member of the Loyal Order of the Moose, because you are a moose rider. Is that correct?
2: Yes, sir. Wow. Well, the county moose lodge.
1: Well, there you I'm go. A,
2: I'm a moose legionnaire. I'm a legionnaire. I got the red coat.
1: Oh, what? oh, see, yeah, your way. I'm just a regular. I'm not even a pil. I'm not a pilgrim. I'm not a legion. I'm nothing yeah. but. You're just, I am a a member. you're just a guy. You're uh,
0: just a guy who's drinking yeah. cheap at the bar. I'm, a, a, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm a member. I'll, I'll gladly you buy you a two dollar and twenty five cent cocktail if you're ever at Moose Lodge eighteen forty nine in <laughs> <and> Chickabee. <babies> he <laughs> stopped out down at me. Wednesday's Chicken Parm night. <laughs>
2: but,
1: <laughs> but it's a charity organization, right? And and this thing that you're doing now seems like you've combined um, your 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 passions off. Off entertainment with entertainment—that must be—that must be like really rewarding for you as a project.
2: Well, you know, I'm—you I'm, know—the producer. Uh, while we were filming second season, we were chilling for a couple of minutes while they uh, were setting up the next shot uh, in the home of these wonderful people that have a child that has such a situation, such a terrible situation, and you know, and he doesn't have long to live, but he's. Uh, you know, we built a ramp. We, oh, we did wonderful things in the home for the child—bigger bathroom, easier for him to get in and out with with a, a chair. A, a you know,
0: a yeah, that's fantastic. That's awesome, Eric. I know we don't have a whole lot of a whole lot of time left with you. The, the name of the new show is Divine Renovations. Available on Amazon Prime, iTunes, Google Play, and uh, it's going to be up uh, real soon. Eric, it's a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Eric.
2: It was my pleasure.
0: Stay in touch. Thank you, definitely. Eric Estrada with Baxton Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock One O on Rock One O Two. Uh the club tonight, the Bluff Comedy Club. You got the the big showcase.
1: As I love talking about, it, I was uh, about three or four people asked me about it at the Bonk and Smoke. I feel I said I feel like I'm plugging this thing now <laughs> everywhere I go. But yeah, uh, twenty dollars. It's at the door. You can't find it online. Uh, it's just every Thursday we do it. Upstairs of View Street Tavern in Chicopee, 92 View Street. $20 at the door. Doors open at 7. Food comes out around 7, 20, 7, 30. Uh, It's a buffet dinner every week. Uh, I'm not sure what, uh, what is on the, the uh, menu for this week, but it's always a, a good meal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, show starts at 8. You can be home in bed by 10 and uh, it's 20 bucks it's the best it's the best night you're gonna have out
0: that's a good know. deal yeah normally you, you spend a lot of time talking about the food which kind of takes away from talking about the comedy I But mean, uh,
1: to be fair i'm a i'm a big piece of the comedy so <laughs> i'd rather talk about the food <laughs> than my comedy uh, those who've seen me probably understand that's uh, right. but uh yeah no it's it's gonna be good um Last week was fantastic. A lot of listeners came out, which was awesome, and we had a lot of people that came from the Michael Rapaport show that we had done the Sunday before. Yeah, uh, and they came. So as people are finding out about it, more and more people are coming. So uh, we hope to see some people tonight.
0: Well, I'm telling you what uh, we talked about. It, we were talking about it last night at, uh, at the at the smoke. Is like, you know, you know, the area is dying for a full time a full time club. I mean, it, Roar, it is, yeah. Roar does their their thing, and uh, yep. Yeah, but like without the hooky loud, there's like, you know, there's, there's a vacuum. There was a, a vacuum, and there's a lot of good talent, comedy talent in Western Mass that people don't even know about.
1: A ton. And uh, that being said, I guess while we're on here, I can hit people with an exclusive. Um, I got I got some news for you. All right. Um, we just uh, just inked the deal, as you'd like to say, yesterday after the show, and the tickets are now uh, online. So you're gonna have to go to the site and get them quick. But July 12th and 13th, it's a Wednesday and a Thursday. We have four shows downstairs, not in the club upstairs. We're using the big room downstairs like we did with Rappaport. We have Mark Normand. Uh, oh, comedy. that's good. Yeah, so, and if you're a casual comedy fan, you probably know who he is. And if you don't, you should definitely look him up. He's got a huge presence on social media, YouTube, everything else, multi millions of views on all his specials. He's on Rogan all the time. Um, Mark Norman, who's normally doing like three thousand seat, four thousand seat theaters, yeah. is going to come
0: midweek and do four shows for us. That's awesome. So, that's uh, the loftcomedyclub so you can yes. to find out uh, more information or buy tickets or yep or whatever, that's a that's a good get. That's a that's a real good one.
1: That's a big one for us. Yeah. You know, and Rappaport was a big one. The people who came out for Rappaport—that's the other thing. Such a great crowd. It was, he said the funniest thing. He, he came on stage. He almost got a standing ovation just coming on stage. You know, people were, they, they clapped for like three minutes straight. Wow. And he goes, Jesus my first time in Chicopee. He goes, this is like Dizzy Gillespie plays Montreal. This is Michael Rappaport <laughs> plays Chickabee. <laughs> but he had so much fun. He yeah. actually, he messaged me the next day and was like, this is a really cool club. And he goes, and what an awesome audience. So the love is mutual yeah. uh, between the people who are coming here and performing. And that's what we want. We want good crowds to come out. So everyone realizes what a great area this is
0: for comedy. It's a 730 House looks in your rear view mirror. 734, 734. 734. with baxter Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom today and get 0% financing on select models. This is a, a breaking news story after years of governmental fence-sitting and uh, an inability to make any kind of decision whatsoever. Uh, Governor Moore Healy said uh, today, an initial $106 million is ready to bankroll a new complex to replace the sick courthouse on State Street. The money is included in the next four years of capital improvement plans. The full cost expected to balloon up to an estimated 400 to $500 million. Uh, the announcement by Healy's office is the state's first specific commitment to replacing uh, the Roderick Ireland uh, Courthouse, which, as you know, has been a dangerous uh, heap of garbage for years. Uh, even though the state's the Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance had conducted a site assessment of 13 potential sites within Hampden County, primarily in downtown Springfield, a chosen location uh, remains several steps away and actual construction may still be years off. But this is the first time that a commitment has been made to rebuild a courthouse with actual cash.
1: Finally long overdue, you know, that courthouse is an example of bad architecture too.
0: Well, it, there's the bad architecture. Oh, it's terrible. But it's also uh I mean it's it's a it's a it's a sponge of disease. Yeah. Well, I mean I mean there's been illness, there's been Lou Gehrig's disease, uh for several courthouse employees, a couple of judges as you know, if you, I, I don't know. Have you been to the courthouse in like the last, I don't know. Well, say, what are you asking me, Baxi? Uh... Well, I mean, I've been in the courthouse a, a couple of times uh, over the years. And uh, I was, in fact, I had some business there um, uh, last summer. And it's just like the grossest place to, to, I mean, I can't even imagine how depressing it must be the, to work in the courthouse every single day.
1: There's, It looks like the G.I. Joe bunker. You know what I'm saying? That's what I talk about. Bad architecture. Like if you're an architect and you're listening to this, you know, yeah, and you're going to design a building, try to make it uh, timeless. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and make it some fancy dancy thing because it's going to eventually be a floating pile of crap.
0: It can, uh, it can have like uh, be a classic design. That would be okay. I'd yeah. be fine with that.
1: Yeah, I mean the one they did in uh, the federal one up the street. That's a nice looking building, I guess. No one in there is getting sick left and right. You know. I like that they're doing this one right across. I think they should do a partnership with MGM. (laughs) Not only have MGM sponsor the York Pump House, but they should also do something – you know, like where your prison sentence is determined by your status rating on your card. You know, if you're like a high-level MGM player, right. they're like yes. probation, right? No matter your, what
0: your M Life card should really put a part into real justice.
1: Yeah. And then instead of just like a sentencing, the the guidelines they just have a wheel, just spin it. I was thinking <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> the handle, like a yeah. like a slot <laughs> well, handle, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm excited. What I'm very disheartened to find is that the governor did not take our recommendation to bury ninety one. Underground and uh, make the uh, Baxendale Tunnel.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the greatest idea. So we can have ever. a waterfront. I'm, you know. i you know, maybe maybe down the road that happens, but uh, that's a courthouse, I suppose. Uh, you know, the, I, that's probably a priority at this point.
1: Yeah, but the, good for those people. I don't know what they're going to do while they're building the new courthouse. Are they building it right in the same place or no?
0: Well, so they came up with a list of 13 different locations. And okay. um, most of them are in Springfield, State Street, Liberty Street, uh, Allen and Cooley. Which I don't, I don't know where the hell how you put them. Allen and Cooley.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing I think of when I think of Allen and Cooley is uh, being in high school, and that used to be where you would drive your car back and forth in that parking lot. Oh,
0: well, to learn how to drive.
1: No. Uh, they, uh, that was like the cruise night for kids. Um, you know, that was before we all, everyone had apps where you, like, if you wanted to meet a girl, you had to have a personality. You couldn't just order it like Domino's and, uh. (laughs) You would you would get in the car with your buddies and you would drive back and forth through that shopping plaza parking lot, just yeah. up and down, up and down. And you'd pull over and you'd say, hey, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, I'm from Chicopee. Yeah, yeah. normally I go on Memorial Drive for this, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm being cultured
0: and going yeah. to Allen and Cooley. There's enough stuff on Allen and Cooley that yeah. I don't think a courthouse makes any sense. Plus, None. you'll you'll never be able to get a table at Leone's ever again, no. and that's <laughs> and that that affects me. What a great place, Leone's. Leone, oh, my I love God. Leone's. I oh love that place. God.
1: I went to lunch there with uh, one of my friends and had a uh, tenderloin crusted.
0: Uh, oh yeah!
1: Oh my Isn't god! Isn't that so good? Oh, otherworldly!
0: With, with like the uh, the gorgonzola oh, sauce my on. Oh Jesus! Yep. Are you kidding me? What a great yeah, That's yeah, That's a good spot. Um, so, but, they, but yeah, they, definitely not there. By the way, not there. There's a couple other places like Riverdale Street in West Springfield. Why? You got I, enough I, traffic on there. It's hard enough to get from one side to the road to the other. Right. And 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 you know again. You worry about the traffic of everyone trying to get into into donut dip all at the same time. Apologies to my buddy Mayor Will, but
1: uh, I don't think West Springfield's uh, your your spot.
0: There's uh, there's like uh, Federal Street, uh, East Columbus Avenue, Avocado Street, uh, Shaker Road in East Longmeadow, and Maple Street in East Longmeadow. Both are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Terrible idea. Not
1: what are saying? I think the uh if you're in East Law Meadow, I'm sure you guys want all the criminals coming to your your city. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I mean, because it, like one of them, you know And well, whether it's Shaker or yeah. or Maple, I mean, you can imagine like uh yeah, like you know, like hundreds of people, hundreds of more people every day trying to navigate through the rotary in East Law Meadow to seek justice. I just don't see that as a as a real possibility I,
1: Listen, I have a suggestion. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, what about Chickabee? What about my, my hood? Chickabee, what about?
0: Yeah, I suppose. Was-
1: Springfield on the border. I'm, I'm, I'm looking right at you, uh, John View, my mayor. Uh, he's also <laughs> a buddy of mine, but uh, I'm just saying, what about Chickabee? Like somewhere on that Center Street corridor that goes where the Bay State Ambulatory Hospital and all that stuff is over there with the old okay. Boston Wallet factory? Yeah. What about down there? They got a lot of land down there.
0: Uh, yeah, but does, doesn't Bay State own most of that land?
1: They might, but you know, here's my thought process on that. It's convenient because all the crime that comes out of Plainfield Street down there, mm-hmm. you know, you could just walk them right up to the courthouse. It's you,
0: nice. You could, but that's not often how it works. Oh, usually, okay. Usually, Sorry. they have to come in from Ludlow yeah. to the courthouse, and I, then
1: I definitely don't think that Columbus Ave is a great idea because then we're losing that waterfront that we talked about before. Mayor is going to be real upset with me. I can
0: tell. Well, him. I don't. I don't know. Maybe Col- East Columbus Avenue is, is not such a, a terrible idea but you know to me it it should stay in springfield yes the problem i have with like that idea is, and then now i am i gonna be able to get a table at the munich house because that's going to be another thing that uh, affects me personally pretzel
1: crusted oh, chicken yeah that's good oh goodness. The
0: schnitzels oh good schnitzels over they there, got man. a
1: great they got a great um chicken sausage
0: oh yeah yeah
1: it's like if you're not like a big red meat guy but the chicken sausage is unbelievable yeah nothing I wrong like with that. me some Munich house
0: I mean there's nothing wrong with the, <clears throat> nothing wrong with the Munich house but if a courthouse is like right next to it we're gonna have, we're gonna have serious problems if the just like down the road a piece yeah I'm what gonna have the, problems what with
1: that. about Holyoke? no one came up with something like the flats of <sighs> Hoyoke there or up now, in the mall area there that is
0: that is not seen as a possibility it's either Springfield East Lawn Meadow West side that's it
1: you know what I think? I think the fix is in. What do you think? I think the fix is in. I think anyone that suggested East Long Meadow with a stray face knew
0: <laughs> there was yeah. never going to East Long Meadow. Yeah, as someone who has worked in this town for almost thirty years. Yeah. I gotta tell you. Yeah. Like, I have. Not for nothing. But that's it's not just a bad idea. It's terrible. It's life. a horrible idea. Right. No you, one moves I, to
1: East Long Meadow
0: <clears throat> so they could be close to the
1: courthouse.
0: Yeah. Right. Have you ever driven on uh on maple street when the high school gets out oh it's a that's a nightmare it's a nightmare a nightmare so you're gonna have people on maple street which and and it's between where they're talking about is like across from the dunkin donuts yeah so uh all right so that's you know it's gonna be hard to get to that dunkin yep uh, hard to get to uh, the to Jack Chen's, you know. and Sometimes you know, on a, in a pinch, go to Jack Chen's, you center,
1: know. Uh, s- uh, it's center Center Grill. It's
0: going to be possible get a table at the uh, at the yeah, uh, yeah. Center uh, center, uh, center Grill. Uh, so you know, these are these are the real life problems you have to really consider. People need to think
1: more in terms of food the way that we do. <laughs> well, really... you know
0: these these are the things that that uh, that affect me. Yes, and, personally. And that's you know how do you. How do you come up with opinions? It's yeah. always about how it affects you personally. What what about like Page Boulevard, somewhere over in that area? This is what I think is going to wind
1: up happening. Not near O'Brien's, though. That's a great <clears throat> lunch. Yeah, that's a good... Let's go get the your, best fish O'Brien's? in town, is
0: what they say. Well, I'll tell you... I haven't eaten at the O'Brien's in a long, long time. Really? Yeah. Oh, one of my... Probably of my, not since Brian owned it. Well, one of <laughs> To be honest, it's been that long. Oh, I love O'Brien's.
1: It's yeah. Great, it's a great place. You, you can go, They have corned beef. They oh, have, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, so over there wouldn't be terrible, like not near O'Brien's, but over you know, Page Boulevard. This yeah. is what
0: I think is going to. It, it, I think this is where it's going to wind up. Being. All right, I think it's going to go to State Street. State Street, like right near the federal courthouse, kind of. Uh, maybe the uh the two. Let's see, they got fifty today, State Street, and I think it was another. Oh yeah, fourteen hundred State Street. I don't know how far <laughs> up they they really want to go with that, but they're trying really hard to to turn State Street around. Yeah. And to to beautify it and to make it more of a a vibrant part of the city as opposed to, you know, someplace you you hope to God you don't get a red light. Uh, I think, I think that may be something that they would want to do.
1: You know what they should do is put it up there and then they should take, that's a prime piece of real estate once they level that and make it nice, right? Yeah. And they should do some sort of, like, outdoor plaza similar to, like, you know, that, that dovetails and works with MGM well, but has a view of the river, you know. Maybe not Bonnie's Island. Well, but yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe, maybe You can watch those 13 not. million gallons of
0: <laughs> excrement hit the river every rainstorm. Something nice. Uh, the Biner Valley. For- Sorry to only get the one news story, but what the hell? It's a big one. <laughs> Uh, the Pioneer Valley forecast is uh, looking like this. Cloudy with occasional showers this afternoon, a high of 69. Tomorrow could be kind of uh, a little iffy. Showers possible, maybe even some afternoon thunderstorms with a high of 80. It's about 58 degrees right now in downtown Springfield.
2: Let's get
1: <laughs> lost comedy show tonight. Uh, he, I, I love Pat. he came to the Rappaport show, mm. uh, had a great time Um I uh, I think that's funny. I think it's good-natured uh, busting of the chops. Oh, it's listen. It's all. It's all. Uh, it's all brotherly love. It's what it really boils down to. The Hangar, though, I got to be honest. Another place we're talking about uh, good winks. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, I'm I, a hanger guy, I like it. You know, this is like the uh this is like the fifth the fifth or sixth restaurant that we've mentioned in like the last 45 minutes and yet I don't see anybody bringing down no. wings or sandwiches Nothing. or you know, donuts or wh- none of that stuff. I'm going to give you I'm
1: going to give you a heads up cuz I know it's kind of close to where you live. Yeah. Um the old Bentley's in um Craft 32 Esau, now. Yeah, it became Craft 32 and and uh I did uh, my, my good buddy uh, Dario uh, Mercadante. We did comedy shows for them for about seven or eight years. It then changed hands. Uh, my buddy Vinny sold it to these new people. And now it's becoming something called like the, the Tavern, like the Village, um,
0: East
1: village Tavern or something I, I like that. I think that's
0: what they were, they're were they calling it. It's the guys from uh, Nathan Bills that, uh, that own that now. Is it? It's only yeah. And all those guys. Okay, yeah.
1: great. Well, I can tell you this. They do a, they do a pretty good job. I did um, get a little hungry. And stop in and get uh, the uh, chicken uh, boneless chicken wings. Oh, okay. And they, I'm telling you, Mike, we're pretty decent. Really? Yeah. You don't say. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and yet I, I don't see a single uh, boneless not, chicken wing here not in the building. One, not one. Yeah, boneless chicken. Wing. This is. Very well, while we're at it,
0: I you know, I, uh, I've also sometimes got myself uh, a hankering <laughs> for uh, <laughs> pasta in a bucket, say from like a typical Sicilian. Nothing oh, wrong with that. Oh, that's a good place. Typical too. Sicilian. Yeah. What so, was the
1: other place that was open over there? I think it closed. Touch of Garlic or something like that. Did you ever so know
0: that? Um, yeah, so Touch of Garlic was uh, off of uh, Sumner Avenue. Yes, was it White Street? Yeah, I, I think did. it was. I think it was White Street. I, I uh, would. Yeah, Touch of Garlic was a good place. It was a really. But they've good been place. they've been gone for a while. I know. I, yeah. Well, I don't get out enough, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you know you got the, like Chicopee Cornered. I, I don't know how much. A forest park you go through <laughs> these days, but if we're still gonna,
1: t- oh, Chicopee, you name me a place, I can tell you how the food is. Uh, you know, um, but I will say. Uh, the other place in Es meadow that I love is the uh, the little Italian uh, place the deli there uh, is it Frigos
0: Frigos oh yeah oh, that's good man boy oh boy got oh sandwiches boy. there about a week ago oh oh, my God. God. oh goodness uh, yeah. gracious yeah. that's a that's a good one you know uh, since we're talking about food and and, and now that Did I'm, you tell I'm getting Noah's hungry and breakfast <laughs> and, yeah it's, it's it's breaking my intermittent fast yeah. in my head um there's 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 an empty hole in my life and uh, it has never been filled oh no um and it's it's sad quickies that uh, wings? Is it quickies is a quickie no 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 it's better than quickies all right okay when they shut down bernie's dining depot oh. i'm telling you
1: man you're talking about chickeby right there that's a that one was a hole in the, that prime rib
0: oh my god i uh, we were there one time my wife and i and i ordered uh, i didn't order the the conductor's cut i think i got like the queen cut See? Which is still a massive piece of Yeah, of but meat.
1: an amateur move. You order the conductor's cut. You're never going to get through. You're going to cut. You're going to probably have maybe an eighth of it, right? You yeah. just start cutting through. You never get to the bottom. But you take it to go. I know. You get home. You cut it up. You make yourself some beef stew with oh, it. I, you I, can do a whole bunch with it.
0: So I, I ordered, like, the full meal, right? Yeah, So yeah. I, got the, I got the queen cut, and I got, uh, you know, my side dishes yep. and and, and, uh, and everything. And then I took a picture of it, and I the capture was, how in God's name am I expected to finish all of those green beans? I was like, it's, <laughs> the, it's, like, it's like a half cup of green beans and this this you know, Fred Flintstone tip over your car kind of Brontosaurus burger coming uh, on the plate. So good. You know what made me sad? I
1: mean, I I think we all know them. Everyone in Western Mass knows and loves them. Uh, uh, the Yee family. You yeah. Know? Yep. When uh, the I mean, think about the restaurants they've saved just in Western Mass, right? The Fort White Hut. The White Hut, there yeah. you go, done. The, the conversation's over even at that point. The, yeah. the White Hut, they've saved that. I was really sad when Bernie's is closing that they didn't jump in there. I know. Pick Nelly and the Yees and take that thing and be like, you know what? We always want Western Mass to be able to have a small heart attack based in prime risk <laughs> for a reasonable <laughs> economical price.
0: Well, you know, I, this is this is just a, a matter of opinion. Yeah. Um. Because, like, every restaurant... <sighs> tries to do prime rib oh. and the thing about prime rib is you either do it very very well or not or you just don't at all it, it's either a wonderful piece it's either a wonderful meal or it's the pringles of beef cuts yes you know and it's like it's it's one or the other there's yeah. no middle ground there's like it's great or not so great it, Bernie's did it great every time, and
1: it was the quantity. the The quantity is what everyone was always drawn to. But I always said that the quality of the food was great too, and and not just the prime. Because sometimes you go and the prime rib would be out, you know. Yeah. That dang Phantom Gourmet or whatever. Once they put that online, mm-hmm. it was hard to get the prime rib anymore. So I used to get like the chicken parm and whatever else when I oh went. everything and else on the menu it was great, fantastic. Yeah, it, I'm I'm, you, that, you know what that is a hole in my life too having that not.
0: I'm telling it you that's <laughs> That was that was a great loss, and I had never gone oh. until my uh, my wife took me the the very first time, and she said, you ever, "Let's go to Bernie's." I said, "Where's that?" <laughs> like can you believe that? I've been yeah, here yeah, I've yeah. been here for like twenty years. Like where's that? And, and then, then, you then you uh, all of a sudden, realize, and then I realized, you know what a what a s- historic spot that oh. was, and I'm like. Where where have I been? Why have I wasted all of all of these years not coming here? My name my I should have a plaque on the wall for eating for eating one conductor cut after another.
1: I felt like that with frigos. You talk about the sandwiches or whatever. Yeah. So I Western Mass guy, my whole life, everything else. I had frigo's my mom's retirement you know she she retired from mass music, she retired from unicare to downtown right and they did like a little retirement thing or whatever and the food was from frigo's there's like two or three times that i had frigo's food at some function where they catered it sure but uh like maybe like last summer the summer before um my my business partner uh mike barrasso the one from the hippodrome or whatever Yeah. so mike was like let's go down to frigo's and get some sandwiches we went down to Frigo's. I got the sandwich. I I was in heaven eating the sandwich down there, and I was like, "How did I never know yeah. about this place?" Not
0: not to to be critical of anything that they've catered because yeah, the food yeah. is always good. But when you go there, it's unbelievable. It's better. It's it. I don't know what it, it is that the, that you know the meat is cut fresh and all that. It's, it's so good, so good. Now I feel like
1: I'm gonna go there because I haven't been, and I'm. It's like one of those things like where you you didn't go and then. You went, and you're like, I should come here every day. But I know. But then it's not part of your regular routine, so you don't go there as much.
0: I know, but they've got a location just to a mile or two down the road. And yet, I don't see any sandwiches in not front one. of us right now. Not, not one. Not one. Not one.
1: Not even a chicken parm. It's uh, 7.58. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys are out here angling for free chicken parm at 7.50 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs>
0: If you want to see a fat guy move, that's yeah. a fat guy move. Well, at least they've they've asked for prime rib, uh, pasta in a bucket, sandwiches. By and-
1: by the nine o'clock break, we're like, you know who's got the best insulin?
0: <laughs> you know who provides the, the best most, insulin? The most insulin resistant radio show in America. It's seven fifty nine, Rock One O Two Golf. Axis View from the Couch. Ocean State Job Lot has every. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rockets 813 and Barracuda with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock 102. You know we didn't talk about this story. I'm just finding it now. Um, uh, this is something that happened on uh, on Saturday. A driver crashed the external sliding glass doors at a Round One Bowling and Amusement Center at the Holyoke Mall. Uh, damage to the doors, uh, closing the store temporarily, according to uh, to the Round One manager uh, Brian Lavez. The Holyoke Police Department. Did not immediately respond for comment. LeVay said he received a call around 4 a.m. on Saturday that a car had driven to the door leading to the parking lot and had come down to the store to uh, review the damage. Uh, round one is an indoor entertainment center offering uh, bowling, arcade, darts, and uh, and billiards, according to the website. And uh, as of yesterday, it is still closed. And uh, apparently the uh, the fire marshal has to inspect the place before it can reopen. Now, I don't know about you. But this guy must have really wanted to go bowling. I mean... He must have really wanted his first dibs on the on his lane and the first pair of shoes.
1: Have you ever been to round one? I have not. Well, I happen to be a little bit of a connoisseur of arcades because I am a giant man-child. <laughs> okay. And I've spent considerable time there. My first question is, did he hit the punching machine, you know, like the punch bag machine? And oh, if yeah. If he did, yeah. what kind of score did he get? Because if he didn't beat 936, then I still, I'm still... I'm still ranked over there
0: <laughs> uh, do they have do they have like uh, rankings on the wall or are you know, they uh, just you know part of the machine you know every time I've done one of those machines
1: it's always like these 20 year old kids that are all jacked and they're like, "Yeah," and then just I always waddle my dumpy fat guy frame up to it and
0: just crack it <laughs> and they're like what and it's like yeah yeah. 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 I love uh, watching videos of like old men try to uh, do that game where they punch the bag and you see this guy you know, just just you know just you know it. he was like a meathead in, like in yeah, his, yeah. his younger years but now he's like you know yeah. 60s and Which he's Which is me that's basically yeah. me. Right. And so he winds up to punch the bag and he misses and he, he, he face the, right the machine. He he, 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 he <laughs> face plants into the uh, the back of the machine or right into the ground.
1: I I will tell you this though that place is a it's a great little place. It's like a, it's like a generic Dave and Buster's is the best way to put it. I don't know how to say. It. It's like the similar model, but they have yeah. pool tables and bowling yeah. and all this cool stuff over there. That's cool. Yep. and uh, never once did I think anyone could drive through the front door of it because <laughs> it's. I don't know how you'd even do it. It's this tiniest little parking lot that's outside of it. Yeah. So it's, that had to be intentional.
0: Like that had to be someone they fired or something. Well, that was I mean, like again, it's four o'clock in the morning. I, you know, I don't, oh. I don't know how someone intentionally drives through it. Four, at four in the th- morning. That's why I said you probably want to be like the first one in line for the bowling. <laughs> you know how some guys are with the bowling. I mean, it's, I it's, it's their part. lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their it's their whole thing. That's it.
1: I, I four in the morning. Well, listen, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't like to guess at the state of that condition to that person but if you're driving into if you're driving into the round one front door on a tiny parking lot at the Røg mall mm-hmm. at four in the morning i'm gonna say you're on something perhaps the 31 pounds of mushrooms uh, <laughs> they had in west springfield maybe it was 32 pounds and one yeah, pound was know. missing i don't know
0: yeah i want to expand my thought on yesterday remember i said you couldn't get 32 pounds of mushrooms at a big y yeah you couldn't get 32 pounds of mushrooms at costco
1: yeah, it's that you're you're actually right. I think, think about
0: that. Yeah, think about how much how m- much how big thirty two pounds of mushrooms would have to be. But if they did sell them, <laughs> what a great use of
1: your membership! Oh,
0: you no kidding? Think, 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 think of the
1: benefits. Costco should get into the drug business. You know, well they've already got the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. Well, they should have a Costco dispensary.
0: You know, or maybe we were talking about the chickens in Hoyok maybe dude if if they had a dispensary in a Costco i would pull a chair up to the little <laughs> I, I would pull a chair up to the free samples or just eat uh, chicken bakes all day oh my god the free samples
1: that's that's one of the best that's one of the best gigs like on a saturday or whatever when they're doing them
0: just to me it's like through. it's like wwf uh, wrestling you know just huh. trying to get to you know, uh, something on a cracker. Yeah, you know, you're, you're elbowing people to get out of the way. Get out of the way. There's a salmon burger in a cup.
1: I don't even disguise. I don't even. I don't even exhibit the couth that I did last night when I was taking all the Swedish meatballs and uh, chicken teriyaki bites <laughs> off the off mix uh, kitchen there, off the as they came out. I don't even disguise as though I'd, I'll I'll sit there while they're refilling those little paper cup. You know, like the cupcake things yeah. where they put the things in. I'll eat them right out, and I'll just sit there and watch him as he fills them, and I know he's looking at me like, you're not really going to do this. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this again and again and oh again. My God. It's delicious. I love, I'm
0: love. i I'm, I'm a fan. Somebody just uh, sent me uh, pictures of uh, some of the damage at, uh, at round one. How bad was it? Well, I mean, you know, so the front door, uh, you know, it was the sliding glass doors, they've yeah. been uh, – they've been removed from their hinges <laughs> they're <laughs> it, no it, longer existing it seemed like a like a pretty good hit uh you could say but uh yeah, inside the place not not so bad not so bad i mean the, the guy did like he didn't drive to the other side of the room you know he just he just hit the front door and probably backed out uh, as long as they didn't
1: hit the baseball machine there's a baseball machine there yeah. where, you, where you hit the little baseball As long as I didn't hit that, look, look, I'm just going to show you just so you know. What am I showing you right now?
0: That's your round one customer card. That is my round one customer card. I feel like I,
1: you know, I'm not good with frequent flyer mileage or anything else, but when it comes to Dave and Buster's in round (laughs) one, I have status.
0: (laughs) When when it comes to getting a bunch of red tickets, you know, belched out of a game, you'll be there.
1: Yeah, if anyone ever asked me, hey, you know, Marty, now that you're doing a lot of this radio stuff, can you get me tickets? No, I can't. But I can get you an unlimited (laughs) supply of whoopee cushions with the amount of (laughs) <laughs> tickets that i have to round one
0: i can grab a bunch of things with a claw yeah
1: all <laughs> oh, the claw machine my father i tell you he was a union crane operator yeah my father it was unfair i used to take him to any of those claw machines he give me whatever i want first shot really yeah, well you use you know marty the sight lines and this they put the mirrors in the back to affect your death procession so what you need to do is go around the side of the machine and look at the depth to the thing from the side of the machine he, he had it down to his science and really? I mean, that's that's yeah. actually the thing. Yeah, if you ever look at those, they put a mirror in the back to screw up your depth perception.
2: Oh, so you're just if you're not... if
1: you're an eighth of an inch off, the claw is never going to get what you want. But yeah, if, he, if you can look at it from the side, you can figure it all out. And he would just go and pull
0: me out whatever I wanted. You know, I had no idea yeah. that that was intentional. I just thought that was there for aesthetics. No, no. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you know. Man, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have all these places like you know round uh, round one. I'm complaining complaining that you figured it
1: out you gave away the secret i have i figured out at dave and busters they had this game i'm not going to say which game it is because i don't want them to change it but i figured out at one point that that was the maximum uh points that you could get i figured out the way you could get up 500 points every time and then i figured out if you go on wednesdays and it's happy hour and you get the points i did all the calculations that it would be worth it i could get a nintendo or a PlayStation or whatever they they had for a gaming system. I right. could get it for about $60 of play. But it's so totally worth it. So I I went there like I you know, like I was on the spectrum. Yeah. And right.
0: I, well, okay, you're you're already kind of proving uh, it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I would go there and I would uh, I would stock up on points. Really. Mm-hmm. And now
0: you're your house is stocked up with. Uh,
1: with a, <laughs> I gave with them. Game away. Systems. Yeah, yeah. I would sell them or I give them away. It was uh, it was great. But then they changed the points. They figured it out. Oh, they got so you. They cut the five hundred to two fifty, oh, and the two fifty to one twenty five,
0: and they they screwed it all up. That's too bad. Yeah, haven't hmm. been back since. Well, I mean, it's a good plan though. <laughs> but uh, well, anyway, there will be. Uh, it'll be a while before you can go into uh, the round one. Well, it-
1: round two of round one is going to be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's eight twenty. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 829, and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Um, Let's see. We got uh, real quick. Just want to mention that uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest has been uh, Cherry Vanilla, uh, the former publicist for David Bowie. She also uh, worked with Andy Warhol. She has a couple of records with the Police, the pre-fame Police, were her backup band fascinating uh, story you can check that out wherever you find podcasts and uh it is all brought to you by ZNM Home Buyers you can find them online at znmhomes.com next week i'm going to be talking to an up and coming artist Jess cowan and Jess has just released uh their brand new, actually their their debut album this week uh it's it's excellent and that'll be uh, available on monday on rock102.com
1: are they uh are they like a rock a rock Band or
0: like no what? Jess Callen is a is a is a solo
1: artist a solo artist yeah but what like genre of music do you uh,
0: like? She's, it's like a like an indie folk oh cool that uh, uh, it's but it's but it's really really good she's got uh, the, the first single is a, a song called ink and it's it's it takes a couple seconds to get into it, but once once that uh, once it clicks, it's like one of those earworms that you can't get out of your head. Oh, really, right. really so good. It's
1: got, a, it's got all the uh, hallmarks
0: of a uh, of a hit song. Lots of potential with Jess Cowan, but that right. comes up on uh, on Monday. Uh, wherever you find uh, your pod, eight thirty three. <laughs> Max Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Kia. Get free maintenance on all new Kias at Gary Rome Kia. Uh you heard us talk about it last hour after years of uh, governmental fence-sitting and not doing a whole hell of a lot uh the governor More healy not that she's not doing a lot I'm just saying that the Massachusetts government's been kind of dragging their heels on a new courthouse for Springfield an initial initial 106 million dollars is ready to bankroll on a new complex to replace the courthouse on State Street in Springfield the money is included in the next 4 years of capital improvements the full cost is expected to balloon up to somewhere between $400 million to $500 million. Today's announcement by the governor is the state's first specific commitment of building a new complex to replace uh, the district superior housing and juvenile courts. And as you know, what they've decided to do instead uh, up until now is, you know, mold remediation, uh, a couple of paint jobs, uh, maybe, you know, carpet shampooing you know those kinds of things
1: they hire the property brothers to come in there and (laughs) flip the courtroom before the next show
0: exactly uh ty pennington comes and all of a sudden (laughs) they redo a courthouse anyway uh the the replacement renovation is uh still open to to uh the 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 replacement renovation was still an open question before the commitment of significant funds and it's of course uh they have not chosen a site there are 13 sites that the uh State's Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance came up with uh but they are primarily hoping to stay downtown um and of course uh, as you know uh many people have gotten very sick at the Roderick L Ireland Courthouse at 50 State Street uh and apparently that is 50 State is one of the options to like to knock it down and you know build on you know next dirt, door dirty filthy uh <laughs> you, know, gra- you, know, <laughs> you know you you know, know soil i mean that's uh, that's fine but there are other uh, areas too around the city in east lawn meadow and west springfield
1: uh, i wonder where they're gonna build it i'm gonna guess next door
0: maybe next door but i i, I think it's probably gonna be a little bit further up on state street
1: I, I don't know why they don't put it right next door to the other courthouse
0: you know what i think they should do which they're never gonna do
1: what's that have a drive through
0: that old Kittridge building Oh, yeah, 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 over there. Which apparently, you know, there's nothing they can do with this building, but apparently it's got some sort of historical value to it. it. Renovate that. Throw it in there.
2: Until you
1: put 91 in a tunnel under under the waterfront there. Wouldn't that make a lot of sense? It would. No one cares. No one
0: listens to us. And who came up with that brilliant idea?
1: No one listens to the urban planning uh, group of uh, Baxendale and Caproni who believe... (laughs) We should have yeah. a little dig out here. Can you here.
0: imagine the Baxendale Caproni property uh, company? Oh, yeah. would, it, would that not be the property most development? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the slumlords of, uh, of Western Mass. I,
1: I still like our idea, and I think the people who listen to us uh, in long form speak about it agree with us. Uh, I do think so. But I don't think it's going to ever happen. I think we're going to have that yeah. stupid <clears throat> highway above, that irradiated dumb highway
0: above... Um, but, no, again, totally think never. about what you could do with all of that property, all of that real estate, yep. and, and develop it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be transformative if you could do that. It would. More than 13 million gallons of raw sewage-tainted uh, stormwater wastewater dumped into the city steward, uh, sewers into the Connecticut River on Tuesday. You're welcome, Hartford. Yeah. Hey, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy what we, wait do you see what we've left for you. <laughs> uh, the discharge occurred at 14 different sites along the river. Uh, this week, last week, Springfield sewage system released more than 13 million gallons into the river on June 14th. Uh, heavy downpours tend to affect the outdated city sewage system in which sewers and storm drains share the same outflow pipes. This leads to an overflow of stormwater and sewage, and of course, it gets dumped into the river. And officials advise people to avoid swimming in the river for 48 hours. Of course, in the next 48 hours, there's more rain, so you would will have to wait 48 hours until that's done.
1: I still like my idea that we should augment our weather forecast here with also the Rock 102 Turdcast, where... <laughs> We also make it a station contest where you can guess how much turds, how many yeah. gallons of turds are we pumping into the river every rainstorm.
0: Either either have it be the the uh, the poo point, <laughs> the poo or the turd factor. <laughs> the turd factor.
1: The turd factor. I like the turd factor. I feel uh, I'm I'm just gonna guess this next rainstorm. I'm going with seven million gallons of turd.
0: Okay, so seven million. Yep. All right, that seems like a pretty light flow, uh, considering yeah. uh, you, we just had 13 <laughs> million flow. gallons.
1: I'm, I'm I'm believing in us. I'm thinking someone over there is going to figure out how to shut these pipes ahead yeah. of time.
0: I want to say there's a, a, a cool million dollars. i mean, million dollars. M- million gallons M- of f- of raw sewage pumped into the mm-hmm. river uh, by the end mm-hmm. of the weekend. Look at us
1: just just sending it right down to Hartford and the rest of Connecticut. <laughs> just enjoy down there. I know yeah. our signal reaches all the way down to like Middletown, Connecticut. Oh, or something. yeah.
0: They're, they're going yeah. to love what you're going to flush yeah. tonight yeah. over the weekend.
1: They You know, they should start listening down there just so they can make sure what time uh, of the week they can go in the river or not go in the river. Because if it's 24 to 48 hours up here, that's probably 72
0: hours yeah. down there. I I got a buddy of mine that had a a pontoon, oh. the Wang Dang Sweet Pontoon, I like and that. uh you know, he would, uh, you know, have it at the Oxbow and, yeah. and uh, you know, he'd go up and down the river. And this is at one point in the river where, you know, people kind of pull off to yeah. the side. The and the Fourth of July beach, the shallows. Yeah, they swim around the I shallows. I'm, I'm in. Oh, I'm yeah, good. absolutely. And Listen, of course,
1: I'm from Western Mass. I, I don't know, need man. to be brought up to speed I know, on these references. <laughs>
0: just imagine, if you will, uh, you know, you got, you're there in your pontoon and uh, all of a sudden,
1: you got a turd tune. You got surrounded by turd? The
0: the third factor that day <laughs> prevents <laughs> you from uh, dropping anchor on the on the on the river.
1: They should do like Homeland Security has the scale where it goes like the uh, you know orange green yellow whatever. They should
0: <laughs> yeah like the air quality just, control yeah, yeah, the the air quality level yeah. or the uh, the dew
1: point. The what is that called? What is that thing that they call the uh, Homeland Security thing? The threat warning or whatever it is. Yeah, should have the turd. They should have a turd, the turd factor. (laughs) And it just goes from like a nice clear up to just a really dark, dark Bernie's Depot brown. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) They put like a brown flag out there at the (laughs) Oxbow.
1: Not today. Not today, Skipper. But, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that warning should be from Springfield down. So if you're boating above the Hoyoke Dam, like the turds don't go upstream, right?
0: They're not salmon, no. They, they, uh, <laughs> they're they, in the they
1: fish, fish ladder? ladder. <laughs> that would be so disappointing. You take your kids to the fish ladder, you're like, is that a salmon? <laughs> no, 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 that was somebody who ate the, the conductor's no, cut. That's, that's one you throw back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but up the river, the water's always usually pretty Like Greenfield, to their credit, I don't think they're flushing turds down to us. No, but, you know?
0: but uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I mean, there's this 14 different areas yeah. where this is being done. And, you know, last week when we were up in Hadley- You know, that part was, they were talking about that part as being one of the the affected areas. Of course, you know, we were out there like 24, 48 hours afterwards, Uh, but nevertheless. So they're just dumping. And the the, the thing is, you know, we're treating treating this like it's a new thing. It's clearly not a new situation. This has been going on for forever. But now we've just put it in the heads of everyone in Western
1: Mass, like it's in my head now. I want to go out with my buddy uh, Chad's pontoon, and I want, to, I want to zip around up there and go for a dip, maybe do some fishing. Yeah. Now, now all I'm going to be thinking about is the turd cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to be thinking about all summer.
0: Uh, let's see here. The uh, state's Peace Officer Standards and Training Commission, known as the Post Commission, has taken initial steps to decertify suspended city officer Greg Bigda after Superintendent Cheryl Clapper declined to vouch for his good moral character in other strikes against him. Uh, You may recall that Bigda was suspended over a series of ugly incidents capped by a federal indictment on brutality charges involving two uh, Latino youths that uh, Bigda verbally terrorized and threatened to kill after these boys had uh, stolen an undercover police uh, vehicle in 2016. He was charged in 2018, placed on unpaid leave, but was acquitted on all charges by a jury in December of uh, 2021. The city then placed him. Uh, on paid leave, where he has remained ever since, collecting $70,000 of taxpayer funded annual salary while being barred from returning to work. He is entitled to back pay under state law. City officials passed the baton on taking disciplinary actions against Bigna, fearing of uh, running afoul of the state civil service commission, which tends to be generous to officers covered by collective bargaining. So, this is a union situation, and uh, they have been but the fact is this this whole situation with bigda s- happened in 2016 yeah. 7 years ago yeah, i mean this still... is this is this has been going on forever and yeah it like no one can take a, like, a, 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 a definitive uh, you know stance
1: on this well and let me say this though i and i do acknowledge I acknowledge there are bad cops out there. I do think that uh, if there are bad cops out there, that the the good cops should shouldn't protect them as much anymore because it's getting to a place where now you could lose your pension, your workforce, and everything just for for you know doing it. But I understand the brotherhood of protecting your friends, sure. you know, and everything else because that same guy is the guy who has to have your back when you when you kicking a door to a house or something like that, right? Um, but. Uh, the thing that no one talks about in this, art, and again, I don't know anything about the situation, but I do know that two kids stole an undercover cruiser. Now, I can't speak for anyone else's father, but if I had ever stolen an undercover cruiser yeah, and it came to light that the cop threatened my life after, my father would have said, Good! He should have killed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He should have thrown you yeah. first into a wood chipper.
0: In, in, in some families, what uh, these two uh, youngsters uh, heard from Greg Bigda is just a small uh, <laughs> sample of what might have been waiting yeah, waiting them at home. Yeah. Like, oh, you think you think Greg Bigda had some things to say? Yeah, right. Sit down and shut up. Right. Listen yeah. to this.
1: Like, like it's one of the things that annoys me when you hear about like. Some type of situation where they say there's been an abuse of power or something else. You say, yeah, okay, but also, what did well, the people do?
0: The the thing about this, and you th- got to think about the timing of all this. Yeah. So 2016, there's a lot of problems between police officers and oh, yes. and, and suspects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, you know, consider, you know, consider the context when, when sure. all this stuff it, stuff is happening at once. Yeah. It is hard enough to be a police officer trying to do the right thing right. and to make the right decisions. In moments like this. Correct. When these things are are publicized and caught on camera and sent out into the public, police departments should not, uh, I mean, they don't have the capacity to do their jobs and then to answer to these kinds of situations at the same time. Because right. there's an automatic distrust that builds between the community and policing. And, you know, we rely on police to serve justice to keep to keep us safe but when we are reminded of situations like this where police work gets out of hand yeah and if you watch the video i mean you draw your own conclusions most people would see this and say you know what uh this was wrong way out of line you can't have it both ways you can't support this guy and expect to go out and be safe as a police officer just to do your job it's too difficult it's it's, it's, and we've seen this over and over again all across the country but it's It's not just springfield but
1: police work is a hard it's a hard and mostly thankless job totally and i i say this uh I, i think i could do most jobs I really do. I feel maybe not well. I mean, clearly, fill-in radio hosts is not <laughs> yes. not my strong suit.
0: Hey, listen, it, it's it's uh, it's not easy to do, even when you're not a filling. But
1: uh, but I feel like, and I, I love saying this because it's always fun to me. I feel like I could be a firefighter. Now, keep in mind, about ninety percent of my friends that I grew up with are firefighters. Uh, it's easy. I could I could do that. You know, I work. Two, if I live in Chicopee, I work two days a week. You know, it's not even a career. It's a sleepover with my friends. Um, <laughs>
0: Except when you have I, to go and actually I answer know, a call, I'm kidding. then it's I'm very ki- difficult. I'm kidding
1: to all my fire friends listening. I'm kidding, but I know I know being a police officer is one job I could not do because I know I don't have the intellectual, not even the intellectual, I don't have the control of my emotions to be a police officer because yeah. I know the first day they leave me out. On the field, I watch these YouTube videos now. These kids with the camera in the cop's face and, mm-hmm. the, uh, why am I being am I being detained? I'm a sovereign citizen officer. <laughs> well, be, are you explaining to me? I know my rights. Yeah. The first day I'm there, I'm like clackity clackity clack. I'm just tasing one kid after another. They're like that's the 17th kid Marty's tased day. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't have that demeanor. Yeah.
0: I don't think I got it either. I think, you know, when when it comes to like, you know, life or death situations yeah. when you you know, you're in a Yeah. you, you know when things have really escalated right. and what you need is a cop that's, you know, that, that just you know, is you know courageous right. and you know wants to you know have uh, justice served and you look at me and I'm the uh, <laughs> I'm the the trembling coward who's hiding behind a dumpster. Uh, I think you realize maybe I'm just not cut out for it's that just kind of
1: not work. A, so so I don't know the details of the case or anything else but I can imagine if someone steals a car, your, your car, your yeah, work car sure. that has guns and stuff in it and they're freewheeling through the city, blowing through lights and you're chasing them and everything and you catch the kid. <laughs> yeah. I you know, I'm not I'm not excusing anything but I think I might have had some choice words. True, as well.
0: but there's a but there but were I other things you. that were said well, that's to where these it to these young these young uh, boys where you have to say all right you know what now it's if it's outside the bounds of professionalism yeah. that's where when yes. when you start bringing yeah you know racist connotations sure. into that conversation that is wrong and yep. n- not justifiable nope. by any means no Sal, so, anyway.
1: you have to be profe- you have to be professional in whatever job you do to sure. some to some even comedy where it's basically a pirate ship you, if you're going to be successful you have to be somewhat professional you have to show up on time you have to do your job you yep. can't you know you, you can't just do whatever you want all the time and expect things so i think police work is probably similar in that regard
0: yeah uh, yeah at the uh, the Pioneer valley forecast uh, looking like this today uh a very high uh you know turd factor uh with the <laughs> rain this afternoon uh possibly tonight and tomorrow too showers maybe even a thunderstorm a high of 69 today, 80 tomorrow. It's currently 62 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Buy, build, renovate, or refinance your home with Monson Savings Bank. They're friendly, and local lenders will help you find... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 856 in Nirvana with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock 102. It's so funny, it's Like, you know, we'll have these conversations off the air. The show between the shows is the it, best part. It, it, it's totally true. The, the show between the show is not something that the rest of you people should have any interest in at all. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, like, you know, there's like two seconds left to go on the air, and then you bring up something I have a lot to say about, and I can't talk <laughs> about it on the air because it's basically, it, it, it would involve discrediting somebody that we both know, and yes. I don't want to do that. I mean, and no, it's not who you think it is.
1: And I would love to, but yes, <laughs> I, oh, absolutely. But I, but I
0: know I can't. I know, just someone who, though we both agree, is just you know pure unadulterated evil, Tra- but, uh, a trash, yeah, trash people. Oh, absolutely. And that's and that would have been fun to talk about if we were just in a different. We just had another three or four minutes of uh, to of plan time. how we
1: could have talked about it with uh, uh, I know. F- uh, fake names <laughs> <laughs> that sounded just like the regular name
0: yeah but we couldn't uh you know there's some indiscretion right. about doing we should that sell stuff. that's
1: what we should do for charity we should sell tickets to the show between the show
0: oh my god <laughs> people can just sit right over there we'll put a little bleacher up steve and i don't say it all the time like some of the best conversations uh, we have are never get to the point of being on the radio never on air. And, and you know what they can't be on the radio not no. just because it discredits somebody but it's often, uh, you know, filthy. It's often loaded with <laughs> also expletives. True. Also true. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost beyond insensitive.
2: <laughs>
0: like there's a certain, you know, threshold of sensitivity that you'd expect from professional broadcasters. Yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, when the mics are off and 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 no one's listening we just let her rip the best times
1: (laughs) the best times and if you're listening and your ears are burning well chances are it's about it's about that
0: it's about that person
1: now you know what's gonna happen the the, everyone that we know that is like that we (laughs) knows both of us is gonna be sending us thing like this must be me
0: yeah right (laughs) the hell were you guys saying are are you talking about that guy no it's not that it's not that guy it's actually it's actually different even gender yeah Yeah. you can say (laughs) not even not even a, a, a someone who is, uh, identifies as male. Yes. it's uh, they, they just identify as evil. It's 858 <laughs> on Rock 102.